0: T4 presents Deep digging with the General and ZFG. Let's go! And we are back. Week 6, T4. It's what we're looking forward to. Week 5 in the books. On today's episode, we're going to... Discuss last week's matchups, take a look at the waiver wire, maybe have a boo this man, probably have a boo this man, um, and then we'll look at this week's matchups and then we'll get this closed out. As you can probably already tell, it is just me, ZFG, today. Got no generals, got no dickers, so it's gonna be a quick and uneventful cast. Like I keep saying, hopefully we'll get all of us together one day again, but it's becoming increasingly more difficult. So we'll see how that goes. But until then, I'm gonna keep the past past podcast going, so that we do not miss a week, even if no one's listening. Ah, and I know some people aren't listening because some people aren't even playing, setting their rosters, accepting trades, being one in four, thinking they got a top five team. Craziness is going on, folks. Uh, but again, as always, before we get started, I want to give a shout out to our unofficial sponsor. High Noon Sunsips, in the game of life, they're like a get-out-of-jail-free card. And go ahead and collect that $200 when you pass go-to. Just delicious, just delicious. All right, and on that note, let's jump right into last week's matchups. As I enjoy my little sunset myself, um, we had the zero bucks given, winning a Inter-Podcast matchup. Over the New Jersey Generals, one twelve to eighty nine. Um, Generals just did not come to play, did not put up many points. Uh, and the zero fucks given got a big boost out of Hayden Hurst. Um, first time a tight end's performed all year for this team. So with that, they took the twenty three point win and uh, moved on to week six. Three and two to the Generals, one and four, meaning the Generals has got to turn this around or. As we know, conventionally, six losses usually means you're out of the playoffs. So the only two more, two more of those to go and a lot of ball left. So generals need to turn it around. Next on the list, we had the always uh, loved and um, adored and waited for matchup between the Deep Dickers and the Big Goosey brand. Big Goosey had a nice uh, performance with some of his players, his two running backs who we'll talk about later as he shipped one of them off. But uh, just no match against the 164-point just outburst by the Deep Dickers. On the backs of Fournette and the Jefferson and Cousins stack, which is looking so much better every week, uh, there was just no way the Goosies had a chance. Deep Dickers move out of that hole from 0-3 to 2-3. Goosies fall to 2-3. Next up, we had Team Rupert going up against the Beast Mode C40s. Beast Mode's tried their best, but again, we had a 164 output. Output, which the point differential between the Ruperts and the Dickers was only .02. That would have been a crazy matchup if it happened. But anyway, Rupert easily handles beast modes 164 to 115 on the back of Travis Kelsey's heroic performance. And of course, if you're going to get four touchdown catches and you have the quarterback throwing them to him, by my math, that means you get four touchdown tosses as well. So Mahomes to Kelsey does it again. Brees Hall showing that he's a surefire stud this year. And with this, the Ruperts are actually trending up back to 3-2 and two, as beast modes fall to 2-3. and three. Next we have the Rodney's No Respects continuing their epic fall against the Dude Wears My Cars, who continue to be the class of the league, going 4-1 and one behind Cuz Cook, Cooper Cup, and Lamar Jackson himself with only 14. But against Rodney's No Respect with only a 78, it really didn't matter. And when you look at it, 35 points out of that 78 was from Josh Allen meaning the rest of his team, eight other professional football players, only scored 43.2 points. Kind of embarrassing. Um, Something Rodney needs to look into, but something tells me he won't. So enjoy your slide, and dude, where's my car? Good win, 120 to 78. Next up, we had Evil Knievel uh, against the Boise Zodogs, who I shouted out earlier, A, uh, a team that thinks they're right on the cusp of greatness. But as the record shows and the point total shows, one in four, you can talk about injuries, you can talk about all that, things happen. Um, but you have to make some sort of adjustment. So yeah, you might have a guy like Diggs or Hill that's obviously really good, um, one of the best in the league. But when you're one in four, they're not enough to help your team. So it's sometime you have to uh, bite the bullet and try to get a haul. Don't say accept dumb trades, which you've obviously mentioned to some, but you have to fucking take the good ones because you have to get something back and you have to start scoring more than 70 points. Uh, Two more losses for Boise as well, just like Thomas basically puts him out of the playoffs for the year. Um, And no one wants to be out of the playoffs by week seven. So hopefully they'll turn it around next week, but something tells me they won't. Evil Knievel goes to 4-1 and one on the back of a very mediocre 96-73 to 73 by the Boise Zoo Dogs. Next up, we have Fake News himself dropping a 177 on Dead Wrong Cutthroats. Obviously, the matchup of the week. Uh, even with 135, it appears that Dead Wrong got crushed. Uh, the Fake News came out with Chubb, Myers, Williams, I mean, all getting 25 points. Uh, so, there's just nothing you can do about that. Tip of the hat to fake news, they move to 3-2, and two. Dead Wrong falls to 3-2. and two. Next up, we're going to go ahead and take a look at the waiver wire this week, check out some recent activity, see if anything makes sense, doesn't make sense, helps someone, helps no one. That's what we're here for. So, to start on Wednesday, uh, well, previous to the waiver wire starting, we had a big trade on Monday uh, the 10th. Um, Which between Evil Knievel and Big Goosey, Big Goosey trading Christian McCaffrey, Gerald Everett, and the Pickets to Zach Ertz, or to Evil Knievel for Zach Ertz, Justin Herbert, and Miles Sanders. A very even trade, I think. Obviously, you're giving up Christian McCaffrey. If he stays healthy, he's going to be one of the top running backs always. Uh, Gerald Everett was a great player uh, for the first four or five weeks, but it's yet to be seen if he can continue that over a full season. Zach Ertz we know can and has been a uh, safety valve for Kyler Murray in Arizona. And Justin Herbert stacking him with Austin Eckler is a very smart move. And I think Miles Sanders has been a, a great player for the Eagles. So on the my judgment right off the top without too much uh, think thinking or in-depth analysis into it is that Big Goosey got the better end of this deal while Evil got the best player. Uh, so we'll see what happens the rest of the season. I actually play the Big Goosies this week, so I will be testing out this new lineup first, um, and we'll see how that goes. Other than that, the biggest pickup was Eno Benjamin for 32 bucks, which actually be, ended up being the perfect bid as the team who bid second on them bet $31. So it was a big pickup for myself with Connor looking likely not to play. Um, really needed that, and I'm glad the, the $1 extra got it done. Uh, We also had um, uh, not much else, really. I mean, there's just really not much. Tevin Coleman got picked up. Um, Harrison Butker picked up again. He just keeps getting picked up and dropped just in case he actually plays. Alex Pierce is a good pickup, but uh, other than that, not not too much and not really important to name the teams or what happened because I don't think these guys are going to affect too much this week. Uh, maybe Deion Jackson, but it looks like Jonathan Taylor's going to play. So who knows? We'll see if any of this helps. Um, but I feel, not just biased, is the biggest one was getting Eno Benjamin uh, to fill the void of running back if there's no James Conner. All right. So that was the waiver wire for week five. Now we'll uh, get into the Boo This Man segment. Boo This Man. Um, I wanted to go back to the Boise Dogs again. Just keep rubbing it in and boo this man. Um, like I said, I know all the trades might not be equal or fair. Some might be downright stupid, but at some point you have to make a change. You have to take value from one of your best players and build a better roster. Um, bye weeks are even starting now. So one more loss, two more losses, it might be over. Uh, I know the generals are also one and four, but they are always willing to trade and I know have tried have been trying to. So again, I'm booing the Zodogs. Um hopefully he'll get something done and make his team a more uh competitive squad before it lights out already for this season. Alright, so next up we're gonna go straight into next week's matchups. Uh we got the always uh hated and disgusting matchup between the big goosey brands. And the zero fucks given. Right now we're projected at 110 to 104. Um, Connor's still projected at 14, so if that goes down, uh, Benjamin's will probably go up and we'll probably be around 110 to 108. Uh, big don't expect Connor to play, so that's why they, he's on my bench. Anyway, I'm going to go with my selves in this one and hopefully squeak one out. Um, I'm nervous about the Herbert Eckler stack, but we'll see how that goes. Got to wait till Monday night. Going with myself, ZFGs moving to four and two. Next up, we got the New Jersey Generals versus Beast Modes. I'm gonna make this short and sweet. I'm gonna go with Beast Modes. I believe they're not even starting. Actually, no. I think they put in Jarek McKinnon. So if Jonathan Taylor does play, um, I, I don't see much of a way for the Generals to win unless three or four of their guys go much higher than their projections. So we're gonna go with Beast Modes to get it done. And this would push Generals on the brink of extinction for this year. Next up, we got the red-hot Deep Dickers going against Rodney's No Respect. Deep Dickers pulling his classic head games, not playing or showing his hand. So He's got his uh, people he's going to play on the bench, so we don't really get a true projection. I'm going to go with Deep Dickers in this to win. Rodney's No Respect has way too high of projections, and going into buys for some key players next week, they have to win, and I don't think they'll get it done. I think Dickers rides this train, keeps it going, moves to 3-3, three and three, three wins in a row. Rodney loses his fourth in a row, and it goes to 2-4. and four. So next up, we've got um, Team Rupert versus Evil Knievel. And we got a good matchup here, I believe. It's going to come down to the Patrick Mahomes, McKel or Mick Kelsey, <laughs> Kelsey stack. Uh, so I'm going to go with Team Rupert over Evil Knievel because I think there'll be a lot of points in that Chiefs Bills game, which is going to make Mahomes and Kelsey have to perform, and uh, it's going to be too much. So I'm going with Rupert to get to four and two. The Knievels default to four and two. Next up, we have a dude where's my car versus Dead Wrong's cutthroat matchup. I'm going to go straight with Dead Wrong's on this one. He's got. Really solid players this week and great matchups. So we're going to go with them to get back on their winning side and go to 4-2 and and hopefully move Dude, Where's My Car to 4-2. and two. Next up, we got the Boise Dogs versus Fake News. Don't need to talk about this. Already booed this man, rubbed it in too much. Going to go with Fake News, though, to crush. Boise to go to 1-5 and five and pretty much be done on the season. So those are my projections. Um, I feel that the power rankings still are pretty much the same. We got... Dude where's my car, Evil Knievel, and I moved dead wrong up into the top three. I got fake news almost up there, so close, um but definitely the highest of the second tier and he's in there with Rupert, big Goosey Bran and myself, and the dickers, and then on the bottom we got Rodney's no respect, Beast modes, New Jersey Generals, and the Zoo dogs, with two of those looking like they might be done this year um but we will see uh, a lot of football left, but for some it's actually not a lot of football left, so. Uh, Good luck to all, as always, this week. Um, Hope for no injuries, as always, and some great matchups. And hopefully we'll have the gang back together as soon as possible. If not, you'll just hear me and the generals next week. Uh, To everyone, have a great day, and good luck this week.